Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read, what we did, and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Tommy. And for this episode, it's it's really kind of like a new topic, but not really. Uh, there are a couple of, there are three news articles that I want to talk about, and it involves the fandom, the genre fandom. So I figured let's call this fandom or fandom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a positive, this is going to be a positive segment. Oh, sure. I'm sure it's all positive. It's all positivity, all supportive, all filled with empathy and compassion. If you say so. Uh, speaking of yeah. compassions, Star Wars. So, so I'm not sure yes. if you. I'm that's not a, sh- that's a that's a fan base that's known for its compassion and understanding and empathy. I, I'm not <laughs> sure if you if you see it on Twitter or not, but there's a lot of Star Wars rumors. Big shocker there, right? <laughs> but yes, one, one, one of the big ones that came out recently. Uh, was the fact that supposedly uh, Disney wants to uh, erase the sequel trilogy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Oh, so you you heard of that, right? Supposedly, yeah, they- but as a wild conspiracy theory and thing, that kind of vibe, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a rumor out there that that they want to pretty much make it so that the the sequel trilogy happened in an alternate timeline. And mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So it's not canon to what happened after Return of Jedi. It's more of like an alternate universe of Star Wars. Sure. Okay. Like the like Legends, you know, the expanded universe, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, so no Force Awakens, no Last Jedi, no Rise of Skywalker. Essentially, that's what they're implying. If it was up to me, I would take out one of the three. <laughs> I would actually. <laughs> well, I know. think everybody can guess which one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. last year? No, I was kidding. But uh, the the thing is, though, is that <laughs> a lot of people, like all these Star Wars rumors, they, they take it on face value that they heard it and it must be true, right? And yeah. and like this particular rumor, I know, I know somebody told me about this like, a couple of weeks ago. I traced it back to the source and the source is some uh-huh. YouTube blogger. Uh-huh. That's well, it. He's how it works. It's just yeah, a YouTube blogger, yeah. right? And yeah. and he he's so he's supposedly like like oh I have an inside source that told me this was gonna yeah. happen. How many mm-hmm. how many people with inside sources have said that Captain Kennedy yeah. was gonna get fired several sure. years ago? She's still in charge, all, all <laughs> right? And essentially, these are rumors that are like just wish fulfillments uh, of of saying that hey you know don't worry there's a rumor that what 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 you want to happen is actually going to happen. Yeah, this yeah. this my friends is what is called clickbait. Yeah, one of your in one of these podcasts and one of your or one of your blogs, you should you should just write a, a rumor. See if that gets spread. See see if that goes viral. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Inside this has told me, you know, right. bring Carrie Fisher back. Right. Next movie. Like, and, what? And, <laughs> and that insider works at Disney. Oh, yeah, at Disneyland. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like that kind of a thing, yeah. right? It's like, that, that it's, crazy. it's crazy. I, I don't know if the fans realize this, but the reason why Disney did jump straight to episode uh, seven, eight, nine was because Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and Harrison Ford weren't getting any younger, yeah. right? They wanted to, they wanted to establish like, hey, you know what, let's, let's get that over with while we, while we still have them. And then, and then we'll do the rest later on, right? Yeah. Which is essentially what's happening. What, what I tell, what I keep telling people that it is, that is not a rumor is that now that now that uh, Disney is done with episode seven, eight, nine, they can go back to after Return of the Jedi because they don't have to worry about those leg- legacy characters anymore. Uh-huh. They're going to create new ones, like the Mandalorian, yeah. for example. 
right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that 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 that's what they really meant by they're going to ignore the sequels. Mm-hmm. They're done with that because that's not that they just need to get it over with so they can go back yeah. to after the Jedi. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. rumor. Has it actually the Mandalorian season two trailer will actually drop this week? That's why I heard. That's the rumor I heard online. He's gonna what? That's that, that, the the Mandalorian season two uh, trailer will drop drop this week. Oh. Okay, and that's, that's an actual rumor I heard. On, an actual on, rumor. On Twitter. Gotcha. <laughs> actual rumor. And also, for the people that are fans, rumors and stuff, just I don't, yeah, just follow like legitimate sources like Hollywood Reporter, Deadline, Variety. You know, I mean, they're not perfect and stuff like that, but I think the batting average is better than most. You know what I mean? True. Yeah, because because yeah. they actually tried to follow it up with an actual source, not not a blogger, right? Yeah. Um, except for except for some other some other news organization, uh, um, we got it covered, where where they have more than they are the willing to spread out rumors uh, yeah. on their side, and I'm like, and I actually like I have a Google reader, and for a lot of those Star Wars sites, I put them in ignore, 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 because <laughs> they so many times they post so many rumors and unsubstantiated rumors that I'm like, I don't need yeah. you to be cluttering my newsfeed. You're gone. Yeah. So and even especially now in the in the age of COVID and stuff like that, where a lot of production shut down, they're not actually mm-hmm. commenting on actual films coming out, box office, they can't comment on it. They're just, they need things like this to drive up uh, clips and stuff like that. So I would just, I just ignore it and stuff like that. Yeah, they're just know? all clickbaits. Um, yeah. the, the reason why I bring this up, because there is an article by uh, Deseret, I think it's called Deseret, Deseret.com. Uh, they're saying that the, the rumors are actually proof that the fans are still strong with Star Wars. I'm not sure. I mean, there's sure. a whole lengthy explanation on why they're saying that rumors are good, and because yeah. rumors uh, drive up discussions among the fans, and the fans can stay strong with the with the property yeah. instead of abandoning. Yeah, yes and no, but at the yeah. same time, it's better if they talk about the property that exists and they love, as opposed to just chasing rumors because they're not yeah. happy with the property that exists and that they supposedly love. And it's hard to quantify, you know, fan interest and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just, I don't know. Not that big, I don't know. Yeah. Some of it seems just like, it's, it's fine. Yeah. You know I mean? the, the counter-argument to the article, which is on the show notes if you guys want to read it, the counter-argument to the article is that the fandoms chasing rumors doesn't necessarily mean that's a healthy way of handling things with their with their fandom, right? Mm-hmm. Which I'm going to now segue to the next uh, article. Uh, the fandom chasing rumors, Snyder Cut. Okay, the Snyder Cut oh, yeah. has yeah. been a thing for many years now, and we we yeah. we mentioned it on this podcast. Uh, they are going to release it on HBO Max sometime next year. Right. Zack Snyder is going to do some uh, principal photographies for certain scenes that he needs to be shot. Right. There's mm-hmm. been no explanation at all whether he's able to shoot big giant action sequences, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which apparently his original ending for Justice League has to be this big giant spectacle. Like how is he gonna shoot that in in times of COVID for next year? Don't see how that's I happen. think he I think he has to shoot with a skeleton crew. You know what I mean? You know? Yeah, but everybody who, who shows up has to be like six feet away. Sure, but at the same time, I mean yeah, in in the age of CG, you know, a person doesn't even need to be next to somebody. They could just yeah. splice them in. But at the same time, I haven't heard anything about the actors going back to work to oh, shoot the rest. I, I heard the contract that, that they signed to release the Snyder Cut does not include uh, uh, getting their, any of the original actors back. Really? You know what I mean? Because that's too much money, too much negotiation. And what I heard was 
uh, what they're going to do is probably those like face tra- face transplant. You know what I mean? Oh. Have some sort of stump because because just talking about like a third act, right? So maybe a lot of third act is just like stunt work, right? Nothing but CG. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll cut and paste because it won't be like a, a full uh, shot, not like the opening to BB, uh, not like the opening to Justice League, right? Where you, you have to have Terry Campbell's face and mustache removed and stuff. There'll be like, you know, action kind of sequences where it's not going to be a direct face shot. So mm-hmm. what they'll do is, you know, film stunt people, cut and paste their faces in. And then the, the I think he can get the, the, the actors to do audio. You know, dubs, you know, okay. ADR and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because that makes sense. You, you can do that anywhere and stuff like that. True. You know I, mean? I mean, I mean, you make a good point. I mean, I, I've only seen the movie once, right? But but for what yeah. for what I've seen, the the <laughs> the flashback sequence, the flashback sequence that involves the mother box or whatever, that right. presumably was all CG anyway, right? So yeah. so there's that. Uh, and the, also, if you if you putting a lot of the cyborg stuff back in, all that stuff is filmed, right? So maybe that just needs to be like get the get the special effects finished, right? You know what I mean? True. But is it is the ending that I'm concerned about? Because the ending does have this elaborate thing with, with Dark Side yeah. and all and all the characters in this well, big elaborate almost Avengers endgame sequence kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure does, those were not doesn't need it. But I think after really yeah, but for the principal actors, I'm pretty sure they didn't film that at all. Because I mean but be, before yeah. they got to the point, Warner Brothers cut off Zack Snyder. They're like, okay, this is getting too big. Right. Yeah. So I don't even think he filmed yeah. anything there. So I'm curious to see how it's gonna play out. Yeah. You know. But like the but the article that yeah. I'm mentioning does does talk about whether whether the the Snyder cut, uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog redone kind of thing is just giving like the fans too much power. Right. Because yeah. I mean, if the if all the if all the studios and the creative staff mm-hmm. people are just now listening to the fans. What's yeah. the point? So you're just essentially literally just selling out, just making yeah. the product for money, literally, it's as opposed yeah. to an artistic vision of what you wanted it to be. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't know. The Warner Bros. is a big conglomerate. Money's going to drive the thing, whatever whatever decision that they, they make for the most part. And I think this, for, at least the sniper, I think it's a one-off only because we're in a COVID Nothing really much going on. Get some buzz going. It only cost them like thirty, forty million dollars, I think, which is not that much, I guess. I don't know. You know, I man. There's, you know, and I don't know. I'm sure pressure played part of it, but I don't know if it was that big. I think it was mostly COVID more than anything else. But and as far as Sonic, I think that's just that's just not fans like pressure. That's just getting goofed on too much by by Twitter and stuff. You know what I mean? But that is still them, you know, caving into pressure from the public. Yeah, that's the same exact thing. Yeah. No, but by the way, by the way, the Snyder cut was approved before COVID. From what I understand, it was approved since last year. Yeah, uh, Zack Snyder kind of already yeah. implied it was already approved since last year. They just had to wait. Yeah, but they just had to wait for the announcement because of HBO Max. They had to wait. They have to wait and, yeah. and call it out when HBO Max is a thing. That way, they can say, by the way, it's coming next year in HBO Max. You know, I don't know if Zack Snyder is the most reliable narrator. No offense, I don't know. Oh, fair enough. I don't know. I all I, all I, the only thing I want out of the Snyder cut is a better movie. Yeah, well, that's number one. Number two, Zack Snyder. I want him right before they release the Snyder cut. Say, listen, I approve this movie one hundred percent because I don't want to go back weeks later after the Snyder cut is released and people aren't happy with it. Not very good. And then Zack Snyder says, "You know what? No, no, it's because of Kovac and do everything I want." That would just in that perpetual cycle again. 
you know, like re-release the Snyder Cut, the Snyder Cut Part Two. I just want him to approve whatever movie that's going to come out, and I want it to be the last word of it. You know, what I, mean? I don't want to hear about the Snyder Cut ever again. I agree. At the same time, too, is that the two criticism about Hollywood uh-huh. is that the studio interferes too much with the uh-huh. creative decisions. And two is the movies only make movies yeah, that will make all money, blockbuster stuff. Yeah. which dumbs down cinema, which is a weird criticism because now instead of the studio interfering with the creative decisions, it's the fans yeah. that are interfering with yeah. the creative decisions. And then now the fans want to be catered to so that you guys can make money. <laughs> so it's like, what's going yeah. on here? Yeah, hmm. I don't like, know. Like, they're, they're, yep. say, what, what what are what are the other cuts that the people are saying? They're, they they want the, the 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 David Ayer's original cut of Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. right? Which you know what? I don't mind seeing the David Ayer's that, version because because yeah. the the fact that Suicide Squad was edited out by 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 ad by, by pretty much an, by an ad agency, yeah, is like an embarrassment yeah. for the movie. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, you know what? Do that. Asia Max released the Ayers cut for Suicide Squad. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I right? agree with it in the sense that if you would tell me, hey, I think you can get a Snyder cut, we can, we can get Ayers cut. I'd rather get Ayers cut. You know what I mean? Because Ayers yeah. never made a DC movie. You know what I mean? Snyder had made two, mm. two DC movies, he had two, two cracks at it. And I think those, you know, Man of Steel and, BB, and BBS, and I don't like any of both of those movies. You know what I mean? I've seen his cut of DC movie. Ayers, I never got an opportunity mm. to judge it one way or the other. You know what I mean? And Ayers yep. Saying, yep. has gone on Twitter and says, his is a much easier thing to release. You know what I mean? Because his cut is basically finished. It's, it's all right there. It's just like they took, yep. they re-edited it his, and cut things out. And they just frankenstein it. It wasn't so much a victim of reshoots. It was just, the cut was just terrible. You know? Yes. Yes, yeah. but all movies have reshoots. I'm sure yeah. there was some kind of reshoots for the, the new cut mm-hmm. that they got. Sure. Uh, the 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 most the most weirdest uh, release this cut whatever is the George Lucas version of Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> this is a real thing. Okay. By the way. This 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 goes along with the with the with the current rumor that George Lucas apparently wants to do his own Star Wars trilogy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I heard this. One. Yeah, I heard else. this one. So this uh, this yeah, yeah. I, I mean, come, come on. on. See, you even heard of yeah. it. It's like it's like a really dumb rumor yeah. going around. But the, it's a really dumb rumor to say that there is like an, a director's cut of of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Last I checked, uh, George Lucas funded the movie. Yeah. He wrote the movie. He directed the movie. Yeah. If anybody gets to say that it's a director's cut, yeah. it's him. Yeah. Okay. So if he releases it that way, that's his director's yeah. cut. If there was ever uh, the People have said rightly that uh, those prequel movies—they're—they're they're the most expensive independent movies of all time. You know what I mean? And, and you talked yeah. about creative control and all that stuff. Uh, there's no, there was no, there was, there's nobody uh, above George Lucas when he when he made those movies and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yep. And he, and there's yeah. another example of him, him individually as individual artists, a tour dumbed down like uh, of a movie for a, a worldwide audience. You know what I mean? If you look at the language mm-hmm. of the prequels, like the words, the sentences, uh, the ideas, the grammar, the English that he uses, it's very dumbed down. It's been made for like a wide release. You know what I mean? It's made for kids. You can dub, but then that, yeah, that you can dub that movie I mean, the, in, in any language. You don't have to even dub it. You know what I mean? It's just so simple. You know what I mean? I mean that that, that was his. To be that fair, that point. is George Lucas's yeah, yeah. point. He wants his movies to be able to be kid friendly enough the first, so that they can especially watch. Especially Phantom Menace. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Especially Phantom yeah. Menace. Yeah. Uh, he caved in a little bit towards as it goes because 
you know, when Revenge of the Sith, it got kind of dark. Yeah. But then there was no there was no stopping that because he already established that storyline years ago. Yeah. But um, the other weird George Lucas uh, rumor is that there's a George Lucas cut of Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Which is dumb. Oh my gosh. Everybody's got stop. Just because George Lucas gave gave J.J. Abrams some ideas for Skywalker yeah. and, and gave him some ideas that they may have shot yeah. or not, doesn't mean there is a cut for George Lucas. Yeah, George. Oh, speaking George of cuts. George Lucas is retired, um, man. He's just chilling out in his yeah. wine yard. Where, I mean, where, wherever he is. You know what I mean? He's, he's, busy, he's busy trying to get that museum built for himself. You know what I mean? That museum to himself. You remember? He's mm-hmm. trying to do that. That's all he's doing. He's trying to do that. He's also he's also just a creative consultant right yeah. now. He's a creative consultant to the Star Wars franchise. Mm-hmm. And that's all he's doing. Because he... Because the fans, the fans scared him off. The fans scared George Lucas yeah. from doing anything Star Wars because he was traumatized from the fan backlash from the prequels. And what's, what's, so, and what's really sad about George Lucas now is like the technology that he wants to use to make his movies have finally caught up to him. You know what I mean? He's a guy who actually mm-hmm. just wants to make a movie in his garage, literally. He doesn't want to go anywhere. He doesn't want to travel. He doesn't want to visit on set. But the way they shot the Mandalorian is the way he actually wants the movie. Did you see that episode about how they Correct. shot the Mandalorian? The the what's that? The the Vision, uh, studio or how, yeah. or whatever they call it. Did you ever see that episode? Uh, I I didn't watch it, but I know about it because there was a YouTube video right. about it too. And they didn't, uh, the Mandalorian isn't the only one that did it that way. I forget there wasn't another show that did. Oh that. really? Okay. Yeah, I think that's another show and another movie. It seems very cool. It's just like that's what George Lucas wants to do. You know, he just wants to be on one soundstage. They want the like a 360 immersive LED green screen, blue screen, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? And that's it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he, if you, if you told him, if he was a younger man, I think he would definitely want to go back and make a movie. You know what I mean? Not, I don't know about Star Wars and stuff like that. But he was a younger man. He would definitely want to make a movie that way. You know what I mean? You just, you just get out of bed, you roll down to, the, you go to one studio, and that's it. You know. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, oh, before I forget, um, the other rumor about the, the George Lucas has a director's cut of Wretched of Sith is because he mentioned that the, the original the original cut was four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, that's called an assembly yeah. cut, people. Okay. So, so most movies have this. Most movies have a longer version of their movie because that's essentially putting everything that they shot into one big yeah. giant movie. And then they can choose and pick and choose what they actually yeah. want to keep. Uh-huh. That's the point. That's the point. I wish people who, before they comment on these kind of things, like they would just, because all the stuff, all, everything you need to le- learn about the movie business and how to make a movie is, you can find it on YouTube. You can just, you know, you can go you know, YouTube. What does that film editor do? You know what I mean? They can, they'll walk you through it step by step. You know what I mean? It's, it's fascinating stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just like, you know, it's, it's yeah. You know, it's like, come on, guys. Every every movie that you see at some point was like four or five hours long. That's just the way it is. You know what I mean? Yep. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, the last article that I want to mention that involves the fan base is the the thing with Spider Man and the Marvel's Avenger game. You know, are you familiar with this? I'm trying to think. I I I'll say no for now. I don't remember this. Okay. All right. So so Marvel's Avengers is a, a video game. Oh, that's, that's okay. pretty oh, soon. Talking about video games. Okay, I got. So you, you have okay. It's a video game. Um, it's going to be released for the PS4, yes. Xbox One, PC, mm-hmm. but not the Switch, unfortunately. Right. Um, so essentially, you get to control different Avengers characters. They released a like beta. Kamala Khan. Yeah, they released a beta version uh, like a week ago for people to play a little bit. Recently, yeah. yeah. Like, like Kamala Khan is a big character yes. in this game. She's actually kind of like the main character yes. of the game. 
Uh, but you could play as other Avengers, and Hawkeye is one of them. And they revealed that Spider-Man is going to be one of oh, them. Oh, really? Okay. Right? So so the, the big thing here is that apparently Spider-Man is part of the game because Sony, uh, I guess, paid them money to have Spider-Man in the game, except for the fact that it has to be only be for the PlayStation 4. Right? So this is a character that will be, re- that will be released probably next year. But it will only be available for the PlayStation 4 version of Marvel's Avengers the game. Sounds about right. That's all brand. Sounds about right. I can see, business, yeah, right? business. I I am totally I don't know what the question is, but I totally understand Sony's point of view. They probably pay Marvel Disney X amount of dollars for a video game rights to Spider-Man. You know, if I paid X amount of dollars, if I paid like, you know, Marvel Disney two hundred million dollars for licensing Spider-Man in a video game, it better be exclusive. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It has to be exclusive. You know, it has to have some exclusivity. It's, so the so there is an uproar there. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 problem is that people who had no intention of buying the PS4 version because either they don't have a PS4 or they just had no intention of buying the PS4 mm-hmm. version because presumably the the PC version should be the best looking version of the right. game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the PC people are pissed off yeah. because Spider Man isn't available for them. Xbox <laughs> people are pissed off because Spider Man isn't yeah. available for them, right? And and it comes down to the idea that that yes, admittedly. Uh, game industry has done this exclusive mm-hmm. thing for quite a while yeah. now. There, there was there was an era where Soul Calibur two for the PS two, the Xbox, the first Xbox, yeah. and GameCube, uh, the Xbox version had Spawn as an as an exclusive mm-hmm. character. Uh, PS PS two had Heihachi as an exclusive mm-hmm. character, and and the best one of all, GameCube's uh, uh, Nintendo uh, Soul Calibur two had a Link. From the Legend yeah. of Zelda as an exclusive character, so it goes all the way back. Like Blood yeah. from Mortal Kombat was only available for the Sega Genesis uh-huh. when it first came out in the nineties, etc., etc., etc. It's all about right? branding and all about IPOs, about you know exclusivity, and it's only. However, yeah, it's only gonna get worse. They should the people that uh, how no yeah. no that, okay stop right there. The the, the, the it's only gonna get worse is exactly why I'm bringing yeah. this up because. Because the industry has slowly been realizing, hey, you know what? We shouldn't pit the pa- the fans against each other too much. Because mm-hmm. the console wars thing needs to end. Yeah. The 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 toxicity that comes with like my video game console yeah. is better than your video game console needs to end. So so in the beginning of the PS4 and the Xbox One era, it was heavy on like, oh, our version has this yeah. exclusive, our version has this exclusive, and the fans just started getting really pissed off. Like pre-orders, like people are going like, stop, stop supporting pre-orders because pre-orders are 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 segregating people from exclusives <laughs> and whatnot, right? So there's been there's been a there's been a uh, a gamer uh, conscious like mindset right. like this past couple of years saying like we need to stop supporting this kind of right. stuff, right? If a company has an exclusive game for their exclusive for system, that's fine because that's their game. That's for their console. Okay, Last of Us is only a PlayStation yep. game. That's fine because it was never meant to be for other stuff anyway. But if you have a multi-console game like Avengers, like uh-huh. like a, like a Soul Calibur, uh-huh. you shouldn't be uh, separating the the gamers uh-huh. to to different camps. Yeah. That that the loot boxes, you yeah. know, like the stop. Trying to get the gamers to fight to kill yeah. each other, essentially, so, and and okay. and and bring and making Spider Man be exclusive for PS4 for the Marvel Avenger game just brought that back back together yeah. again. And people are like, "We were doing so well, yeah. and then you're gonna bring this up yeah. again." Um, our Sony argument would be at at this point, uh, it's not about the game; it's about the individual character. Just Sony 
has Spider-Man in the movies, and then they kind of, you know, had a partnership with Disney and stuff like that to share them in the movies. But, you know, but at this point, to them, they'll all say the video game at this point, Spider-Man is so, what do you call it? Uh, so ubiquitous, so, yeah, ubiquitous to uh, PS4, or whatever PlayStation. It's yeah, you should treat him like like you would tr- view him as the same way you would treat uh, Sonic the Hedgehog or Super Mario Brothers but, or Lynx. But you know I mean? but but you know that's not true though, right? Because Spider Man is found in other games yeah. on other consoles. Yeah. It's uh, on other phones or mm-hmm. whatever. So it's it's technically Sony does not, Sony only has the rights for Spider Man for the movies. Yeah. Right now, the argument whether Sony should uh, uh, has the right to to pay for Spider-Man to be exclusive for the, they have the complete right. Yeah. That's a business move, yeah. right? I understand that, but in terms of like the the soul of the of the gamer fan base, huh? maybe they shouldn't they yeah. shouldn't do this thing. Yeah. You know what? You're right. I, I don't know why I'm arguing for a multi-billion-dollar multinational <laughs> corporation. I don't know why I'm arguing for the man. Maybe I'm just mean that way. Right. I'm just mean to the gamers and the Game Boys. You know what I mean? But yeah, definitely. Yeah. All this is just, I know it's big business, but it's all shit and giggles. Just have some fun. You know what I mean? Sure, true. But I, but, but you know, like I, we, I criticized the Star Wars fan base for, for like crapping on stuff they don't like right. in Star Wars or, or the, the Snyder Cut people for, for forcing HBO to agree to this or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. But the thing is, though, is that I crapped on the gamers the yeah. most, you know, in my in my time this past decade because of the stupid console uh-huh. wars thing, right? And and the fact that the gamers are kind of like revolting against uh-huh. this is kind of nice. Yeah. It's kind of uh-huh. nice. Like they they're, they're following, they're 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 unifying yeah. towards like what they what they realize this is a bad move. You shouldn't do this. It's not good for the yeah. community. And also Sony, right? As yeah. far as a, even business, you can also look at it as a business in the sense that. The, if Sony allows Spider-Man to be in a PC game or in a what do you call it, in an Xbox and stuff like that, that's also brand recognition. You know what I mean? If you're an Xbox player and you oh you play Spider-Man, you might really dig it. When when that new Miles Morales game comes out, you might be you might be more inclined to buy it or or buy the current Spider-Man game. You know what I mean? No, but once again, the, the, the mistake there is just saying that Sony allows that. It's not Sony. It's Marvel well, you know Studios. Marvel Marvel is the one that, that essentially decides where Spider-Man goes to in games, yeah. right? So Sony uh, paid Marvel, paid uh, Square Enix to make Spider-Man exclusive to the PlayStation 4. I mean, they need to, like I said, it's it's harmful to the game industry, to the, to the fandom, because all they're doing is they're just, once again, uh, instigating the console wars. Yeah, a bunch of, and a bunch of nerds. People, so they need to stop. <laughs> oh, so talking about conglomerates and stuff, Verizon. If you are a Verizon Upsurge survivor, you get an exclusive costumes for Marvelous Adventures. This is how far they've gone in trying to just make money off, yeah. off the consumers. Right. And yeah. But like I said, it's the fact money, that the all... gaming fandom... Uh, but the fact that the gaming fandom has noticed this, the toxicity of doing this is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of, it's a good thing, and and I'm hoping that will that will force them to like knock it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. yeah, good luck with that. All right, uh, and that's my two cents. Whatever. Okay. Well, I think we I think we solved the toxicity in fandom. I think we solved it with this podcast. <laughs> I think we're done. You're saying it's fandom, not yeah. fandom. I think it's fandom. <laughs> is what I'm, what, what I'm saying. It's all. It's all new. <laughs> Okay, okay. All right. Thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. You can find me on uh, Twitter as well, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. Leave a comment on our Twitter page, Instagram page, Facebook, website, 
uh, or leave a voicemail if you dare. Show your support. Head over to whowhatworswhy.com slash support to find out how. There are free options. Support Black Lives Matter. Music has been provided by DY Access. All the links and information can be found on whowhatworswhy.com as well as the show notes. Before we go, let me give you guys a recommendation. Uh, considering the fact that uh, Warner, uh, AT&T Time Warner has screwed over DC Comics and the DC Universe app, take advantage of the comic book section of the DC Universe app yeah. while you still can. Because we have no idea what's going to happen to that once once DC Universe goes away. They haven't announced it's going away, but you know it will. So while it's still there, subscribe to $8 a month thing. Take advantage of the comic book section at the DC Universe app because the fact that the thing exists is a great thing. And I hope it stays. But just in case it doesn't, take advantage of it yeah. right now while you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, good time. Oh, so, oh, so people who don't know, uh, the reason we're talking about DC Comics is because uh, this week they and they laid off like I mean, Warner Bros. itself they laid off like six hundred people, but they, a lot of the layoffs were in DC Comics the editorial staff. A lot, of, a lot of long term, long term editors got the axe, and it's, it seems like they're moving away from uh, uh, printed comic books, you know, or. True, yeah. but uh, I'm specific, I'm specifically talking about the DC Universe yeah. app, because right, the DC Universe app, from what I understand, out of the people who got laid off, the DC Universe team, like I think like ninety five percent of them are gone. Yeah, something like that, right? So it's it's pretty much bad signs for DC Universe the the app. At least. Yeah, the, the Twitter a few weeks ago they announced the, 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 the DC the, Daily Show and they had like a Daily Show for the app. that app. I was canceled a few months. Yeah, yeah it's like it's all part of a a a, a continuing line of uh, laying people off. That's a bummer. If you go to the Twitter pages for like uh, Titans, like DC, it used to be DC Universe Titans or DC Universe Harley Quinn. It's now just DC Titans or DC Harley Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> they even they even went to Twitter and changed the username, so you know for sure. Well, we're assuming here the DC Universe app is going away. So while it's still there, just pay the eight dollar monthly thing. Take advantage of the comic books uh, available, the available comic, DC comic books that they have in the DC Universe app. And read them, read them to your heart's content until until it's gone or of hopefully transferred to another service like HBO Max or or did, or just skip the DC Universe as a comic book uh, app. Hopefully, maybe, possibly, we'll see. Good time. All right, this was episode three hundred and thirty-two of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Where's My Network. And I got forget to mention, uh, we are only going to have. Two episodes this week. Uh, Ruti isn't here, so two episodes this week, and and that's it. Yep. We will see you guys next week. Yep.